my beautiful souls, welcome to Humanity Feels. I'm your host, Yasmin Elzamore. This is a space where healing and conscious conversations happen and where controversy meets compassion. Join me on this journey as I dive into the underworld of relationships, sex, spirituality, mental health, and all the things that make us human. You'll also hear stories and practical advice from some of the most powerful coaches, leaders, truth seekers, and spiritual entrepreneurs in the game. With every episode, my mission is to empower you, help you shatter limitations that don't serve you, and inspire you to evolve and expand your mind. So let's heal, break patterns, shift paradigms, challenge the status quo, and rise together. Hi guys, I hope you're all doing really well. I have a juicy episode this week, and it is all about facing your shadow, spiritual bypassing, dark night of the soul. I mean, what else would we be talking about on Humanity Feels, right? (laughs) Obviously, it's those topics. Um, And for this episode, I have David on, and he is a spiritual awakening coach and YouTube content creator. He had a spiritual awakening back in 2009, which forced him to completely reinvent himself and transform. He has a passion for helping people break out of their mental prisons, change their paradigms, change their perceived self-identity, and create the reality they want to experience. Um, I'm really excited, guys. We really went deep into the dark night of the soul and how to face your shadow, doing it in a way that is balanced, um, not getting too stuck in the darkness, right? And learning how to infuse humor and play and fun in this process as well. So, because that's very important. So I hope you guys enjoy it. And as always, let me know what you think. David, welcome, welcome to the podcast. Oh my God. (laughs) I have wanted to get David on for so long but I was I was just telling him offline I was in the middle of my dark night last year when I asked him so <laughs> clearly that wasn't the right time to record but now is the time David, better late than never yes absolutely absolutely thank you for coming on I am so excited we're gonna dive into all things dark night of the soul shadow work the ego just everything I can't wait but sounds before- like a party I, it, it is, it's totally <laughs> a party in the underworld. <laughs> but before we do that, why don't you give us a little bit of insight into your story and how you got to where you are today? Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> loaded, well, loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, uh, so before my spiritual awakening, I was very much um, just in the 3D matrix believing mm-hmm. that I was who my 3D ego told me I was mm-hmm. as a condition of just, you know, social economic conditioning, your circumstances, your environment, basically what we call the false self. Right. And I based all of my worth on what I had accumulated at that point. At that point, I had a, a, a large mortgage company before the housing crash. Right, right. And had a lot of things yeah materials and all that right and then when the economy crashed i realized that since my identity was tied to all of those material things now i've lost my identity yeah where am i right Right. i have to start all over and so when the uh religion that i was raised with didn't have the answers 
was not, uh, you know, solving the problem. Mm. You got to pass some type of cosmic tests. You got to do the right <laughs> thing when the wrong thing is happening to you. And God's going to show up in the 11th hour. And well, none of that happened. So <laughs> false advertising. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's exactly what it was. And so I ended up diving headfirst into spirituality. And uh, some of the authors at that time, now this was before, you know, YouTube, (laughs) you can't just watch a video and get knowledge, you have to read a book. So at that time, the authors were uh, Wayne Dyer, uh, Michael Beckwith, Eckhart Mm -hmm. Tolle, Gary Zukloff, all of that. So I dove headfirst into that. And I really understood that there is a spiritual answer to every problem because spirit is everything. Yeah. And once you kind of get that, the illusion of duality just kind of dissolves. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. once you start understanding that you are actually source, Mm -hmm. having a physical experience, as is everything else, including the people you call your enemies, Uh, they're also source and source is never divided against itself. So you you step off of this competitive plane Mm -hmm. onto the plane of abundance and oneness. And you're, I mean, it's it's mind changing game changing uh and then so i had to just kind of reinvent myself from there and never look back spiritual awakening was in oh nine wow that sounds like a long time ago time flies doesn't it (laughs) (laughs) we're like oh my god what year is it now (laughs) yeah wow and then i had a couple of um life-changing events uh one was my deceased father actually visited me Wow. Which showed me that you don't die. You don't need a physical body to have consciousness, sentience, decision-making skills. Um, I also had a uncle that committed suicide. He visited me. Wow. And he's happy as can be. So this throws that concept of sin out the window, all that type of stuff. And I was like, man, I got to get this message out to people yeah i had a kundalini awakening and that was all that was a whole different thing so i'm like you know what i don't know what i need to do i just need to get this out to people and then i started lightways and here we are (laughs) wow david powerful powerful i love that i love i mean everyone's story is so unique when it comes to like their spiritual awakening but i find that the common denominator is that we go through the depths of hell (laughs) and then we feel the need to share that knowledge with the world Right. And to share our light with others. And I think that that's what makes it so beautiful is that, you know, that's what we're here to do is to share that light and that wisdom with everyone. Well, ironically, the light that you're sharing from your heart is typically different from the direction your head wanted you to go. Yeah. And sure. I see this in almost all of my clients. You know, they have a spiritual awakening. We heal the trauma that that keeps them from expressing their authentic truth. And then they go in a completely <laughs> different direction. Totally. You know? Yeah. Totally. And then they're like, wait a second, I didn't plan this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Where did this come from? Yeah. <laughs> totally. Totally, David. Wow. Powerful. I love that. And I love what you said also about we all have source within us. And I agree, you know, it's like when we peel back the layers of this conditioning of this matrix that we live in and of everything that we've been taught up until this point, which a lot of it has been deception, you know, and when we peel all that back, we realize that it, it really exists within us. And like you said that so beautifully, you know, like it's even our enemies, you know, their sources within us, creators within us. And we have that spark of the creator. And that's why when we use our creativity or when we inspire other people, it's coming from like, 
you know, that divinity that we already have within. So it's just so Coming beautiful from our spiritual DNA. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. I love it. I love it, David. Um, so I kind of wanted to get into shadow work and the shadow and your perspective, because I, I love your perspectives. I've seen your videos. I've seen like your content and I love the twist that you have on it, on, on the shadow, on the ego. Um, and we even had like a conversation the other day about what was it? The astrology meme, right? <laughs> oh yeah. The right. bypassing, right? The spiritual bypassing. Exactly. And I found that to be really interesting. And I would love to talk more about that because that's something that is very common in today's world of spirituality, right? In new age spirituality, where people are bypassing, they use astrology and all these tools to kind of shove their their own stuff, their own shadows. What is what <clears throat> what is your opinion on that? Like, what is your perspective on that? Like. Do you see that in your clients? Do you see that happening a lot in the people around you? Yeah, that's pretty prevalent um, because it's very trendy. I think what happens is a lot of times people will kind of leave the dogma and the doctrine of the fear-based man religions, and then they come over to spirituality and they're like, I don't know what to do now. So they just kind of latch on to what seems esoteric Yes, and they get into astrology. So I feel astrology, it definitely has its place. For sure. Um, the only thing is, I don't approve of it when you're first meeting somebody. I agree. This is a big problem. Yeah. So there's a, uh, I think it's a Chinese proverb. It, it says, when you teach a child the name of a bird, the child will no longer see the bird. It will only see the name. Oh, wow. And so when you have these people that only know you as your birth chart, <laughs> Yeah, that's the only thing that they see. The yeah. the brain is geared for survival. So whatever you tell the brain is important, the brain is going to show you that and ignore everything else. So let's say oh. you're in the woods, it's going to point out where there's you know a snake or a bear or whatever because it believes that's important for survival. Yes. So when you say, okay, uh, I don't want to date a Gemini. Well, it's going to pick out all of the things that you believe are bad about the Gemini, but it's going to ignore all of the things that actually don't fall into your perception of what a Gemini is. Mm. And so you don't see that person for the individual, you see them for their chart. And so, you know, I, I think everybody should start with a blank slate, throw the sun signs and the risings and the, and the charts out the window until you get to know the yeah. person. Yeah. You know, give give it a chance. Let them let them show you who they are without you already having a predetermination of who they are. Totally, totally. You know? I find that it's limiting, and I agree that astrology has its place and all that, and it's it's fun. It's a fun way to get to know yourself, get to know other people, but it becomes an issue when it's obsessive, first of all, and second of all, when when all you see, like you said, is that they are the chart. <laughs> You well, know? some people, I mean, they're, they're, you know, it's like racism. I call it Sinism. Seriously. I don't like you're Scorpio. I don't like you. Yeah. Some right. people are so serious about it and it's like, get to know the yeah. person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For and, sure. you know, furthermore, I mean, so let's, okay. So astrology has a lot to do with someone's personality. Yeah. Well, if you've had a spiritual awakening, personality is attached with ego it's a part of the ego the more that you spiritually awake the less you are part of that 3d ego 
Right. So your ego right. kind of undergoes a, a evolvement into higher consciousness. Definitely. So those personality traits of someone who hasn't had a spiritual awakening may be more accurate, but someone who has had a spiritual awakening and they're working on themselves and they're doing shadow work and all that, they're nowhere close to what their sign says that they are. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know I, mean? Exa I thought about that the other day. I'm like, yeah, but when you're working on yourself and you're doing the shadow work and the inner work, then yeah, like you don't fit like the lower, you know, vibration of that sign, you know, exactly. like there's, there's different, again, everything has a shadow, everything has a light side. In astrology, I also believe that exists and any tool that you use numerology, any of these tools, you know, there's that shadow side of it of like, which which side do you fit into more depending on your level of evolution, you know, and where you're at in your journey. Thousand percent. Like, so, you know, for example, when they say that Scorpios are manipulative and like conniving and all that, it's like, well, yeah, you can be that way, but you can also, you know, be a different version of that and use your power for good rather than to manipulate. So I get and it. <laughs> you're going to miss seeing the different version of that if yeah. you're so stuck on them showing you what you expect a Scorpio to be. Totally. You know? Totally. Yes. Yes. Because you're already projecting your own stuff onto or your own, you know, opinions on that person. So here's Confirmation another... bias. Exactly. Exactly. So here's another twist. Like sometimes we see these things and what if that's like our, it's a tool to do our own shadow work because we're kind of seeing in them what exists within us you know <laughs> i just did a video on we tend to attract what we judge and criticize absolutely so <laughs> and that's a hard pill to swallow <laughs> yeah so so a lot of the ones out there that are criticizing scorpios and gemini's and virgos and all of that i, I saw a meme the other day did you know all axe murderers and serial killers are either gemini virgos <laughs> and i'm like okay but back to <laughs> or they have a lot of trauma and like <laughs> yeah and like severe issues <laughs> but the people that are judging the the you know the gemini's and the in the virgos they have aspects of that within them and mm -hmm. that's what the universe is mirroring back to them which causes them to bypass doing the healing that attracts gemini's and virgos 1000% 1000% exactly i love that i have to check out that video but I agree. Yeah, it's a lot of it is mirroring back to us our own stuff. So if we use these things as, you know, shadow work, which is we're moving into this direction of, you know, facing the shadow and like practical ways that we can actually look at our, our shadow self and integrate that so we can be more in our power and we can also help other people be in their power, you know. Ultimately, that's, that's how we change the world. You know, I think people get so stuck. And I used to be in this mentality, too where we want to change the world and we want things to be so different and we're trying to control the external right to like to work out in the way we want it to work out but in reality it, it really comes down to like our own inner world and what we're doing to to help the world change and become a better place you know percent. you change the world from within yes Yes, for sure. So now you know you're going to have people uh, leaving comments. So you're telling me that uh, I am a two-faced and I'm attracting Virgos and I'm, you know, <laughs> you know you're going to have them, right? <laughs> <laughs> because uh, I think Gemini is like, I'm attracting these kind of people. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, David. So funny. So funny. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the thing, you know, it's, the bypassing and all that but it's really learning how to sit with our own shadow side and not being afraid of you know 
facing these parts of ourselves because ultimately that's what allows us to heal. And you and I were just talking offline about, you know, the dark night of the soul and what it does for us, you know, like this, this initiation, cause that's what it is. It's this process where you go, you go through the fire and you come out a little bit burnt here and there around the edges, <laughs> but ultimately stronger and more empowered than before, which is the goal of a dark night of the soul. It's the goal of, you know, moving through these difficult phases in life. Um, we, and we wouldn't have a phoenix without the fire. Absolutely. Absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, it's it's really allowing ourselves to, you know, walk through it and, and face it. What would you say, David, are some ways to um, to do shadow work? What are some of your favorite ways or tools? Well, the first thing is to um, soften your perception of the shadow. Mm. So you have to come at it from the mentality that the shadow or darkness is not a bad thing at all. A lot of people are programmed to believe darkness is bad. Yes. That's fear-based religious nonsense. Yes. Hollywood <laughs> jumps on the bandwagon, anything yeah. dark, you know. Yeah. All villains dress in black, right? Right. So all of this <laughs> is is programming. Yin and yang mm -hmm. is a thing for a reason. Yin is the the dark part, and that's actually feminine energy. Yeah. Yeah. And the feminine energy, also known as Shakti, that's the transformational inward powerful energy that you get from within that creates through the destruction of what no longer serves. Mm. And once you look at that as your ally, your way shower, this softens your perspective. You have right. a softened perspective of unhealed trauma or the darkness, which uh -huh. takes you out of a state of resistance. So, when you're in a state of resistance, you're just, you know, kind of stuck in place. Totally. But when you're saying, hey, darkness, hello, darkness, my old friend, yeah. <laughs> come on in. Here's some, you know, uh, here's some drinks and some some food. Tell me what I need to know. So you, you be a good host yeah. to that darkness. And yeah. that allows you to learn from uh, the lessons that are in the shadow. And the beautiful thing is, it's not just unhealed trauma that is in the shadow. Right. A lot of times we have traits and abilities in the shadow that our ego put there in childhood because it didn't think that it was necessary for survival. Right. So let's say as a kid, someone was always shunned for, you know, trying to uh, speak and stand up and, and speak their truth. And the ego said, well, every time I do that, I don't get love from the group. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, speaking up, being a, a leader, being outspoken, that might be your natural authentic state, but that's hidden in the shadow because the ego didn't think it was necessary for survival. Totally. So when you go into the shadow, what what is hidden in the shadow? Mm. Knowledge. What kind of knowledge? Hidden knowledge. Why? Because it's in the freaking shadow. <laughs> you got to bring <laughs> it out into the light. You yeah, know, so you, yeah. you go inside and uh, you do the healing and this helps to dissolve away that false identity, the identity okay. that, that says, oh, I need to be a people pleaser to get my needs met, uh, or I need to chase validation and approval to feel worthy. Totally, you know, totally, totally, all totally. of that nonsense is, is healed. And then the real authentic person in alignment with your life purpose, because your false self is not in alignment with your life purpose. Sure. This is why we choose our trauma. We yeah. choose our trauma because the healing of it puts us on the path of our life purpose. Right. We can't do our life purpose as the false self. Right. 
Right. Totally. Totally. So uh, that that's kind of the first thing, just looking at those challenges as, as way showers. Yeah. Yeah. And, and not being scared to dig deep, feel those emotions and just debunk the fear. Yeah. You know, when we're kids, yeah. we think everything is about us. We don't have the, the logical mind hasn't been formed yet to say, oh, well, you know, maybe my parents were going through some things or, right. you know, maybe they were stressed out about the bills or whatever. No, it's when right. we're kids. Oh, no, it's all us. There must be yeah. something wrong with us. Yes, right? yes, yes. Exactly. So you start to debunk that and that begins the healing process. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I everything you said. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm like <laughs> all of it, David. I'm like, Oh my God. Yes, yes, yes. And more. Yes. <laughs> so good. I agree. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Like a lot of our big greatest gifts exist in the shadow. You know, it's, it's what we came here to do and you, it, it really gives you the opportunity to either choose the path of the victim or choose the path of the Phoenix. You know, yep. like you, you are presented these two paths in your life, yep. you know, and sometimes you get to a crossroad when you, when you hit a dark night of the soul or a crisis of some sort. And that's where you have to choose like, all right, well, I could be a victim. I could take this and have a very negative mindset on it. I could just stay here forever and not use these, these powers of mine, not unlock these powers of mine, or I can transform it, alchemize it and like use it for the betterment of my soul and to help other people as well. You know, a thousand so percent. And even people have, that are listening out there that may yeah. have chosen to be the victim, they're going yeah. to get another chance to choose to be the phoenix. Yeah. Because your yeah. heart is, uh, your heart's compass is is aligned to what yeah. your life purpose is. Yes. So yes. there's going to be opportunities that are going to keep coming around because you're a vibrational match to that unhealed trauma that needs validation. Yeah. You're going to keep feeling that and you're Not going to get more opportunities to say, okay, you know what? I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. It's time to do some self-discovery and do some healing. Mm -hmm. I, absolutely. Yeah. It's like, you, you think you can escape it and it's like, it, it'll keep, it'll keep coming back for you. It'll keep coming back for you. You know, it's kind of like when you're in a relationship, if you keep dating the same type of people and you keep attracting these like patterns and that the same type of people it, you're 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 gonna keep doing it. it's gonna keep happening you're not gonna just run away from it and think oh i can just break up with this person and get with someone else and they're gonna be you know perfect and amazing and different it's like you're gonna face the same aspects of yourself you know until you decide to step up and be aware and heal that so yeah. it's the same it's the same with like you know dark nights of the soul or any crisis that we go through you will eventually hit a point where, yeah, you do get tired of your own stuff. <laughs> you get tired of your own bullshit and you're like, that's it. <laughs> I am not doing this anymore. It's time to transform. It's time to let go. It's time to move forward, you know? And ultimately that's, again, what, what gets you on the path of being that Phoenix and, you know, helping other people become great versions of themselves too, you know? So thousand percent. I love, I love, I love all of that, David. What, what else do you feel would be another really good practical tool, like a grounded practical tool to do shadow work? Well, I like to do what's called timeline reconstruction. Mm. So the past doesn't really exist. They're just memories that our brain assigns certain emotions to. Okay. So a lot of times, you know, uh, you'll hear people that talk about therapy and, and therapy is just kind of reliving yeah those traumatic experiences i agree but yeah if you're not changing the emotions why are you just going through trauma over and over again yes. so i like to uh, redo the memories and assign different emotions to them 
And what that does is that begins to integrate the the energy and kind of how that memory or that event went down. It starts to integrate it more into your more dominant higher frequency. Mm -hmm. So this kind of gets out of the disown, deny type of mentality. Yeah. Which just causes, you know, trauma to dig its heels in and, and get bigger. You make your shadow bigger because anything that pops up that's in alignment with what you're not, <laughs> you know, facing, you just kind of throw that into the shadow and the shadow gets bigger. So totally. but when you start to integrate it, assigning it different emotions and rewriting those uh, memories, it starts to have a different effect on your current frequency. And it's your current frequency that attracts the the reality that you experience. Right. Right. Wow. I love that. Yeah. And I agree with what you said about therapy, because I've heard that people have, they, they go to therapy for like years, like 20, 30 years and nothing changes. You know, they're still in the Correct. same place. Like they're still, it's like talk therapy. Nothing's really little things change here and there, but there's no big subconscious changes, you know, that, that are happening. Therapists don't work on the energy. Yes, exactly. They're, they're exactly. textbook trained in right. what they do, but they're not trained in energy. Energy is everything. And until you change the energy, nothing changes. Totally. Totally. You see all, you hear all those sirens, David, that's the universe saying yes. <laughs> that's the confirmation. <laughs> There's your so sign. You. <laughs> <laughs> that's confirmation. Exactly. Yeah, no, I love that. I love that for sure. Also, I wanted to, to ask and touch on this, cause I think this is important and I've had this thought before. Um, if you don't have a, oh my God, these sirens, crazy. <laughs> if you don't have a certain level of self-love or confidence, is it is it safe to do shadow work? <laughs> I know it's crazy. <laughs> is it safe to do shadow work if you don't have like a certain level of self-confidence and self-love? What's your opinion on that? I think, well, so that that's interesting because the way that I do my, my courses is week so it's a six week course okay Okay. week week two is self-love healing week three is self-worth healing and then i do shadow work in week four so i get this the self-love and the self-worth up here and then we do the shadow work so that you have a a a palpable understanding of what love actually is that's awesome yeah you can heal it yeah yeah i love that yeah because i do find that when people kind of run into doing shadow work and they don't have like a basic foundation of self-love and self-trust, it can kind of spiral them into a deeper trauma or make them feel unworthy. Yeah. So I wanted to, to get your perspective on that. I love that you have that, you know, that's the way it, it works in your course. But yeah, I find that to be true as well for me. It's like I've had to, in my own life, have that foundation first because I knew that if I was going to dive headfirst into all the shadows, <laughs> God knows, I was just going to stay there and never get out, you know? Right. Um, so yeah, I find that to be like super, super important and learning as well, how to balance out the shadow work with the light work too, learning how to do both, learning how to like get out of the shadows and into the light, you know, and have fun and infuse joy and humor and play, you know, we sometimes forget to, 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 to be in that, in that mode. We're constantly. Well, take care of your inner child. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Make your inner child happy. Go out in in nature. Yeah. Take a hike. Do something fun. Do something creative. Totally. Take your shoes off. Put your feet in the grass. Put your feet in a stream. You know, the earth is yeah. very grounding, and you can release a lot of anxiety and uh, just the things that are kind of weighing you down. Totally. And you're you're kind of um, 
you're showing yourself that you matter. Yeah. You know, you're taking care of yourself. And on a subconscious level, you're saying that you are worthy. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the cells of your body are eavesdropping on everything that you're saying and you're doing. Mm, absolutely. So those types of things are very important to do daily, yeah. by the way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've heard things about like, if you're, if you tell yourself, oh, I'm old and I'm sick and this and that, and it's like, well, your cells are listening to that. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I, you know, and, and I'm not a scientist, but I believe that the cells of your body have consciousness. Yes. Because everything is energy and I Absolutely. feel we live in a soup of consciousness. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. And, and so whatever you're, you're programming your cells to believe is how they're going to respond. For sure. So anyone sure. out there listening who's doing all of the, uh, the self-sabotaging and, you know, talking to themselves bad. Inner critic, loud inner critic. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're, you're just programming in that identity that you're not good enough. Yeah. And the cells of your body are just confirming that. And then that's when, you know, sickness and low energy and depression and anxiety, all of that hits because the cells of your body are just believing what you're telling them. Totally. Totally. Right. And you're attract. Yeah. You attract that you're welcoming, you're welcoming that in as well. That's the energy that you're welcoming in. So, you know, yeah. it really is about your, a lot of it is mindset work and, you know, it just, it's all of it, right. Mind, body, soul, it all works in union. And it's really important to have all those things aligned, you know, for us to live a healthy, grounded life. Absolutely. With, with filled with inner peace, you know, which to me is the true meaning of success. And I've learned that over the, That's the real wealth. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my God. You don't know that until you go through a dark night, you know? Yeah. Just yeah. like you shared your program to believe that the material stuff is, is, you know, success, but totally. until totally. you've gone through this type of work, then you realize your sovereignty, your mental yeah. health, uh, and your happiness. There's just yeah. nothing more precious. 1000%. And the love that surrounds you, you know, the love oh, yeah. that, that you have with other people or close relationships, that intimacy that you create with others, that's success, you know? Well, the interesting thing about healing trauma is you understand that your identity is love itself. I love that. The, <laughs> so much love. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's, so love is the dominant frequency of source. Yes. Yes. Your source having a physical experience, sure, but it's sure. the unhealed trauma that masks that reality from you. Fear is the opposite frequency. Right. Love and unhealed trauma is in alignment with fear. Right. So whether it's fear of not being worthy, fear of. Uh, not being good enough, fear of being abandoned, whatever that fear is, mm. as soon as you heal all of that fear, by default, you step more into alignment with your source self, love, right. the dominant frequency of source. Totally. Once you identify as love, then there's no concept of, oh, I need to, I need to get it from over here, or only if this person comes back, or only if I get this person that I put up on a pedestal, mm. or only if I do X, Y, and Z to get love, none of that nonsense. You're, you are love, love yeah. and once that feeling of completeness and wholeness is your identity then you share the same space with yeah. healed people yes who also see themselves as whole and complete and then yeah. you don't get these people that are trying to get something from you because unhealed trauma is not attracting more unhealed trauma totally yeah. totally totally i love that absolutely absolutely agreed like when you feel complete within yourself and you have that union within yourself, like you can have a beautiful union with somebody else, you know, but only then can you really have that. Besides right. that, if you're constantly in this traumatic state and you're, you're seeking outside of yourself, then 
you're constantly going to be attracting people that are also incomplete and also feeling unworthy. And then yep. it's just a soup of, <laughs> of like, like disaster, you know, in a relationship, because then you're just like, you're not, you're both not healthy. You're both not working on yourself. And it doesn't, it doesn't end very pretty when you're in that space. You know, I've been there. It so. usually ends as a lesson instead of a long-term relationship. Yeah. Exactly. And a painful one sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so exactly. Like doing the inner work, facing your shadow, not being afraid to address these things within us, I think is really where we're headed, you know, as we kind of peel back the layers of this matrix, like we are learning more about ourselves, we're transforming outdated ways of being. Um, and we're ultimately rebuilding a, a new world, you know, and that's yeah. how it, that's how it begins. So that's, exciting stuff and that's we, why we signed up to come to this ghetto planet no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's why we're here they definitely bribed us with like food or something <laughs> yeah there, there was something in it for us we haven't figured out what yet but they bribed us with something they definitely bribed <laughs> me with something i was like all right fine i'll take it <laughs> there's gonna be a crazy party on earth oh no yeah, <laughs> sign me up <laughs> So that's, that's how we all came here. That's, that's why we're all here. Yep. In case anyone was wondering if you had one, if you had one thing to say to people to support them on their journey, if they're going through a dark night of the soul right now or facing their shadow, what would it be? All emotions are valid. Mm. Don't avoid negative emotions. Number one, don't judge yourself for negative emotions. And number two, don't avoid those negative emotions. Number one, they're not negative. That's a label that you're putting on them because the ego feels uncomfortable. Totally. So if we if we take the negative label off of it and and ask why are we uncomfortable? Well, it's probably showing us someplace where we're in alignment with fear right. and out of alignment with love. Right. And once we figure out where we're in alignment with fear, then we can do the reverse engineering and figure out whether or not that fear is even valid in the first place. A lot of times we'll find that's just the ego crying wolf. And the more that you get into totally. the habit of debunking uh, the ego's, you know, fear mongering, the less emotional charge you're going to have when a negative emotion pops up and you're going right. to find yourself more in peace. So just right. look at those negative emotions as a way to level up and adjust your frequency more into the love vibration where you can debunk the fear vibration. Yes. I love that. I love that. Yeah, you're right. There is no negative or positive when it comes to emotions. They just are, you they know, just are. and are. they're all valid. Absolutely. Some of them are a little bit harder to move through, but they're all valid and they're all there to teach us something and to show. It just means the lesson is bigger. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, totally. It's like, oh, here he goes. A little lesson for you to move through, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, you know, it's purposeful. Everything we feel and everything we experience is purposeful, you know? So I love that. That's great advice. I mean, I could totally use that as well. We <laughs> all know, can. You're not alone. <laughs> yes. We all get stuck in our heads sometimes and, you know, in our own uh, messy emotions and it's important to remember that we can we can we will get out of it and we can get out of it and it's just depending on you know how willing we are to accept that they're there rather than pushing them away because that just yeah. come back you know and and it's also important to not judge yourself for it i mean when you we all have an ego yeah so you yeah. know the the ego has its good days and its bad days so for you know sure. You don't want to judge yourself when those things come up and just say, okay, well, what are you here to teach me? Totally. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. We can't, 
we can't like get rid of our ego <laughs> as much as we want to sometimes we can it's like a little puppy dog that needs to be trained you know right. that's yeah, how i see gotta, it <laughs> just gotta potty train it and feed it <laughs> <laughs> and then it'll leave you alone it'll it'll <laughs> it'll stop for a little for while. a minute <laughs> totally totally david well david thank you so much for coming on and for your advice and all the amazing things that you had to share thank you for sharing your story as well i love i love those stories because they're inspirational and to be honest like you know when i when i went through my dark nights my, my two major dark nights like what what helped me heal was hearing other people's stories when they went through their dark nights of the soul and how yeah. they were able to get out of it, you know, because it's the easiest thing to, you know, to see that and to listen to, okay, well, if they went through that and they went through hell, but they got out, I can do it too, you know, and it's, it's not going to fix anything. It's not going to help me get out faster, but it's, it's holding on to that hope. Yeah. And, and, that and it also lets you know that you're not this, you know, oddball that you're the only one that it's happening to. It happens to everybody that goes through a spiritual awakening. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know? absolutely. So it doesn't make you alone. feel like, you know, isolated yes for sure you're never alone you're never alone on the journey and once you start realizing that you actually start attracting your soul tribe you, you know? yeah exactly that's yes sir yes ma'am that's exactly what i was going to say you, <laughs> you attract your vibe tribe didn't mean to call you sir there, yes, but... <laughs> your vibe tribe exactly <laughs> i love that so real so raw thank you david where can people find you so they can connect with you and all that good stuff yeah so my uh YouTube channel is Lightways, W-A-Y-S. Uh, let me see here. <laughs> IG is underscore Lightways. Mm -hmm. TikTok is Lightways 555. And then my <laughs> website is Lightways Fam, as in family, lightwaysfam.com. I love it. Everything's Lightways. I love that. Everything's Lightways. Got to keep it consistent. So good. Yeah, <laughs> that's so good. That's so good. All right, David. Well, thank you again. We definitely have to do something else and break. We have so much to break down for sure. I'm looking forward to part two. Let's do yes, it. Yes, yes, we'll absolutely do part two because I feel like there's a lot that that we can break down and a lot that we can definitely get into. But thank you for coming on, and we will for sure talk again soon. Sounds like a plan. Thanks for having me. Bye, David. Bye, bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share this with someone you love and don't forget to subscribe. If you're interested in working with me, find me on www.yasminelzamore.com and make sure to also follow me on Instagram at yasminelzamore for some daily inspiration. Love always, humanity feels.